Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 13 of the podcast. Thank you for coming back. I'm your host, Ali, and I wanted to take this episode to talk about the ongoing pandemic that we're all facing around the world, and I felt it would be really important to address it. So please do share this episode with friends, family, and loved ones. And not only may the information benefit you, but others as well. So today's topic will be pretty specific to the COVID-19 and how to cope with it, how to deal with the stressors and the panic that's around us and be able to come out of all this okay. So I'm going to talk about some general information, then I'll go into different things that we can do and uh, things that we can incorporate into our days just to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and we're staying healthy. And if anything, this episode can be helpful in just putting you to sleep. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the show and I hope you find this episode to be helpful. Thank you. The two most important things that we need to consider are our physical health and our mental health. The pandemic has caused a lot of changes in our lives, but we have to remember that our physical health is above all else in terms of importance. The pandemic has caused us a lot of inconveniences and difficulties with work or school. There's a lot of changes to plans that we've made, whether it's vacations we've set or just significant life events that we've had scheduled and now we have to put off or we have to figure out ways of doing them differently. But we have to remember that our health comes first. None of those things will matter if we are putting our health at risk or potentially the health of others around us as well. So it's important to just prioritize our health above all else. So knowing the symptoms of COVID-19 and being mindful of others is really important. So watching out for the following symptoms like fever, cough, shortness of breath. And this is all according to the CDC, Center for Disease Control. Symptoms may appear 2 to 14 days after the individual has been exposed. So it's important that, again, we're still practicing the social distancing even if we're not feeling the symptoms. If we start to develop warning signs of COVID-19, it's important to seek medical attention. So again, difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, we're experiencing a persistent pain or pressure in the chest, it's important to be mindful of those symptoms. The two important things that we have to make sure we're doing are the social distancing and healthy hygiene practices. So when containing spread from person to person we have to make sure uh, we cover our mouths when we're coughing or sneezing we stay home if we're sick we maintain a healthy distance between us and other people and just in general staying home unless it's absolutely necessary to leave the house and given that the virus can also spread from contaminated surfaces we have to make sure that we're washing our hands regularly with soap for at least 20 seconds to make sure that we're cleaning all different parts of our hands, especially under the fingernails. And if you're not home, using hand sanitizer 
Washing your hands uh, after being outside or coughing or blowing your nose or sneezing. Avoid touching your face. And again, making sure that we're cleaning and disinfecting surfaces that we come in contact with. So these are some of the things that we can do just to make sure that we're staying physically healthy. In terms of mental health, we have to recognize how this ongoing situation can take a toll on our mental well-being and the stress itself can be just as contagious as the virus. We all worry about getting sick and there's a lot of anxiety about getting sick and there's anxiety about needing to prepare for the unknown, what can potentially happen. And just in general, the unknown can be very anxiety-provoking, but when it's such a widely discussed and common concern on everyone's mind, and we hear about it on a daily basis, we can worry even more. There's sometimes a sense of panic or fear around us that can make us start to feel doubtful of ourselves, doubtful of our efforts and measures to prepare for this situation. And I have experienced it firsthand, walking into a store, seeing people trying to stock up for what looks like a zombie apocalypse, and I'm seeing shelves are empty and I'm seeing people have gone into a state of survival while I'm walking around with just the simple essentials in my shopping cart. So I start to ask myself, is my response to this whole situation not appropriate? Am I underreacting? And then if I start to panic and do the same as everyone else, then this starts a domino effect or a chain reaction of panic that continues to reverberate or spread throughout the community. Because if I'm panicking, then other people see me panic and then they panic and it just becomes very contagious. And a lot of the emotions that we're experiencing now are due to anxiety. So we're experiencing things like racing thoughts, over worrying, over planning, feeling as though we're on edge all the time, experiencing issues with sleeping, so we're having issues staying asleep, falling asleep, or waking up too early. We're easily fatigued or tired. We're feeling tense or irritable. We're having trouble concentrating because things are just so chaotic. And this begins to affect our work, our school, and just everyday tasks. We're easily distracted because we're so worried. We also have to keep in mind that sometimes anxiety can manifest itself in physical symptoms. And one of them is difficulty breathing. When we experience a panic attack, for example, shortness of breath or difficulty breathing is a common symptom, which can be confused with the shortness of breath related to the symptoms of COVID-19. So what do we need to focus on? Self-care above all else is very important. We need to maintain a routine 
especially if a lot of us are working from home or doing a lot of things in the house that that we used to do outside the house so we still need to develop a routine of self-care waking up in the morning still going through your daily routine as if you're going to work partake in hobbies eating well sleeping well doing things that you like to do there needs to be some sort of distraction that brings you a sense of joy so it's not all grim and and feelings of isolation and sadness exercising can still be a part of your life going outside for example for a walk taking breaks to de-stress and especially now that a lot of us are working from home or our kids are home from school we have to make sure that we still have those homework boundaries that we don't blur the lines and tip the balances because of how things have been thrown off so having your kids at home can tick away from your time and working from home can sometimes be confusing and throw us off because we don't have that natural boundary where we are able to work at work and go home afterwards. So making sure that you're setting some sort of alarm when you're supposed to get off work and making sure that you get off work. You're not working after hours. You're not sneaking back into your home office or your makeshift home office to do extra work because you have time. Making sure that you are taking this time to take care of yourself and spend time with your family. Now, with the social distancing, the one thing that comes up is the isolation and the difficulties of having to remain at home for prolonged amounts of time. But we still have to make sure that we are being social to some degree. We are maybe calling someone every day, family, friends, or both setting time for yourself and saying I'm gonna call someone today for 20 minutes and just talk and also an important tip is asking for help when you need it we generally have a lot of responsibilities and and in this situation we may have added responsibilities and that looks different for everyone so it's important to ask for help because all those responsibilities can become very stressful and we shouldn't just keep it to ourselves if help is available to you done by all means ask for help and it's also important to recognize that telehealth is a thing and that if you are experiencing severe anxiety or you're feeling that you need to talk to someone there are resources available to you via telehealth a lot of professionals mental health professionals are opening a lot of avenues for you to seek help without having to leave your home so it's important to be aware of the resources that are available to you. One of the two other things I want to talk about is recognizing that there are things that we simply just can't change. When we try to change something that is outside of our control, we're trying to move an immovable object. It's almost like I'm trying to push into a wall and it's draining, it's stressful, disheartening, and in the end, unnecessary because I could have been focusing that effort on something else but instead I'm trying to move something that isn't going to go anywhere so we have to focus on and recognize what can I change what's within my control and let me focus on that let me try to do what's within my ability everyone has a part let me do my part and the last thing I want to talk about is that 
there is a silver lining to all of this. There is a positive. The circumstances, yes, are stressful and far from ideal, but we are nonetheless being forced to take time to take care of ourselves, or at least we are being given the opportunity to do so. We are being given the opportunity to spend time with our loved ones. And again, boundaries still apply to this situation too, because too much time with our loved ones can also be stressful. And it's also an opportunity to catch up on stuff around your home that you haven't had a chance to get to, catch up on your favorite show, or just catch up on your self-care. We often don't have enough time to do a lot of things because of work or other responsibilities. Now we do have that time and we have plenty of it at times. So making sure that we are filling our days with things that are positive and keep us moving in the right direction. It's important to also remember that we're all in this together on a global level. So let's support one another in any way we can. We all do our part and do what is within our control. And that's all we can do. This will pass. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of this episode. I hope you found it informative and helpful. I ask you to please share with family and friends to get this message out and help as many people as possible. I hope you're staying safe and I hope this message finds you well. I will see you next time. Bye.